From sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the She Is Community Podcast. I realized as I was saying that, I was making it sound like it's an adventure film. Welcome back. It is <laughs> last, kind of. Last episode, no. <laughs> We're cliffhangers all the time. Yeah. Adventures with... Uh, Katie, Jennifer, and Kim. It's true. (laughs) But we're here. We're here for another amazing episode. I'm already saying it. I know it. Um, But hello. How's everyone doing in the room? Doing well. Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. Very close. (sighs) Yeah, I'm behind. Very behind this year. But that's okay. I really am not stressed about it. That's good. Yeah. I'm pretty much done. I need stocking things. Good job. Mm. Yeah. But... Way to go. I know. But I'm like, I'm not in a hurry to go and do that. Yeah. You can spend a lot of money on stockings. Yeah. Like you think it's small things, but it's really not. Nope. <laughs> like it just no. adds up when you got a lot of yeah. people and you do a lot of small things. Yeah. For sure. Dollar Tree, here I come. That's so true. I remember stockings for me growing up. It was like, oh, look, a pack of gum. I'm like, that's a real stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I look forward to my packs of gum every year. Yeah. It's like I could go buy gum any day of the year, but you know, Christmas, it's Christmas. Christmas gum. Yeah, Christmas gum. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So we get to have a conversation today. Um, like any other time we're here. <laughs> um, but Jen, you had mentioned, I think it was in, I hope it was while we were recording. It might have been off recording. Anyway, a few weeks ago. It wasn't recording. It <laughs> okay. Was. I said it. Uh, then, yeah. Why don't you tell us then? What did you say? Oh, well, <laughs> I said I would like for us to talk about uh, what it looks like to have time with Jesus yeah. and like why that's important. And I think sometimes we think it's bigger than it is and yeah. uh, we make it more grandiose than it has to be. And so mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to maybe debunk the myths kind of that may be a big statement but just talking about how to make it practical yeah and how people mm-hmm. do that so that yeah that was important to me i think that's such a good point because i feel like a lot of new christians or believers who are wanting to go deeper in their faith they always always is really strong but a big question is how how do mm-hmm. i do it it feels like a big thing um right. and you're right like it's it doesn't have to be well and i think also because of social media mm-hmm. um and we see people posting about their Jesus time, we can get into comparison mode about it real fast. Mm -hmm. Well, like I'm not using a journal with all the fancy colored pens and I must not be a good Christian girl because I'm not doing all of that. (laughs) That would be me. Like I do not do all of that. Same. <laughs> Same, no pins. As I am not artsy, but Katie is. Oh, I bet Katie has all the pins. Okay, but my pens aren't for drawing. My pens... Oh, guys, we're already jumping into it, but like <laughs> highlighting different things and they mean different things. Yeah. But yeah, so no, yeah. but that's the thing. Like we can get on social media, we can see all of mm-hmm. everybody's perfect pictures of their Jesus time. And I'm not yeah. knocking that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, however, we get into comparison mode of like, I am not as good as her because mm-hmm. I'm not doing it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and social media just promotes that feeling within us. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I know for me sometimes and outside of, you know, this subject, but when I tend to compare, I, then I go into, I just stall and then I don't do anything. It's like you're comparing, but now Katie, you're not making any moves to, so Mm -hmm. it's, it can happen. It's so, but yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So something that's kind of been on my heart this year and I, I feel like I talk about it a lot of places. So, uh, yeah, maybe, repeat for anyone that spent any amount of time with me, but, um, it's 
really, I've really been grasping the understanding of what God set forth as his plan for um, us and our relationships with him. So back in Exodus, and maybe actually Leviticus, uh, I should know that if I'm going to talk about which book is in. <laughs> it's in one of those two, I promise. <laughs> you can in the, put in the notes for me, Katie. Clarify oh, for oh, me goodness. what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> I'll look it up and I'll tell you what it is. Anyway, so in there, um, whenever the Israelites have come out of uh, out of Egypt and like God is establishing his relationship with them, um, there were two tents that they set up there. So there was a the tabernacle, which was in the middle of the camp where everybody, depending on what... Um, tribe you're in is where you would you would camp so they had assignments and so but it's right smack in the middle of everything that's like where the the sacrifices took place like where announcements took place like um where they would kind of gather together as a large group and then there was a second tent that was off a little ways from the group and it was um outside of camp and it was called the tent of the meeting and so it says in the tent of the meeting that um moses would go there and talk with god as face to face as one would with a friend and so to really grasp and understand that God is looking to interact with us in two different ways. So he's wanting us to corporately be together. So modern day, that would be like having a church community mm-hmm. and you spend time in that. And then also there's an expectation that we have time one-on-one, that we would talk to him face-to-face as one does with a friend. And so I think sometimes we miss those things. Yeah. Uh, I think with COVID, like you can see either either direction. So sometimes people are hyper-focused on getting to church and having like that that's really important that Sundays or the weekend is important and they prioritize that, but like a daily one-on-one conversation doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Or we've got the opposite where people are way more willing to have one-on-one private time with God, but they're kind of skittish about coming to corporate worship. Um, some of that could be because they've been hurt. Some of it's because of COVID, but it's kind of these shifts, but like the Bible is clearly indicating that there's an expectation that we do both. Mm-hmm. And so I want to figure out how to do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And I think we see that in the new Testament. For sure. Like um, when the church was formed, we definitely saw people gathering. And then mm-hmm. Jesus so often, he I think he is the perfect model for us. He went away alone yeah, to true. be with the Father yep. all of the time. And um, and so he was always in com- often in community, not always, often in community, but he, then he would have to draw away. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's our perfect model. Absolutely. So if we want to be like Christ, we have to be like Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we have to yeah. do what he do what he did. Yeah. You know. So do you think people are intimidated by the thought of like private time with God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I jumped to that really quickly, but I think I've had conversations of people like it's an intimidation. I think because of lack of not knowing what to do and then right. it becomes really hard and scary. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with that. Yeah. How do we get past that? So it doesn't have to be so scary. It's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that we have to make it simple. Yeah. Like, again, we have to get rid of the thinking that it's difficult or that we have to do X, Y, and Z yeah. during mm-hmm. our quiet time or whatever we want to call it. We don't even have to have a special name mm-hmm. for it. That's True. another thing that we yeah. do is, like, we label it, and it's like, call it what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, call it what you want. Have the freedom to do that. Um, be free to have that time with the Lord, whatever that looks like for you. So I think we have to keep it simple. Yeah. Maybe that looks like getting to your favorite spot. Maybe it's in nature. Maybe it's in your home. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's on a walk. Wherever that spot is that you feel like you connect with God the most, like start there. Yeah. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, also, just you don't have to like set goals of reading the Bible in a year mm-hmm. or, I mean, yes, those are good to do, but start with one scripture. Yeah. 
you know, start with one and read that and, and meditate on it. When I say meditate on it, like repeat it to yourself, Mm -hmm. write it down, post it in your bathroom, you know, different things, but just keeping it simple, um, not making it complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it also can be as simple as like listening to worship music. Maybe mm-hmm. you hadn't done that before, you know, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, finding a sermon if you like a certain pastor or yeah. maybe getting recommendations for that or even having a conversation about God when you wouldn't typically do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like finding a way to in, to bring God into your daily life in some way, like just kind of the next step, Yeah, you know, like just like. Just, yeah, just the next thing. So if you're doing nothing, then do something, you know, yeah. and if like you're reading one scripture, maybe add two, like just looking for opportunity to grow in that. But, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Don't overcomplicate it or make it bigger than it has to be. Yeah. Because yeah. it's about relationship. Jesus wants to know you and like how you know your friends is spending time with them. Mm-hmm. Like you have conversations, you talk to them, you know? Yeah. And, and God wants us to know him more than just the Wikipedia knowledge, like just the facts about who he mm-hmm. is. Like he wants us to know his personality. And so we know that through time with him. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, So we've talked about it on a pretty broad sense, important, but more of a broad sense. So should we bring it in a little bit tighter and maybe talk about personal experience with like, what does our God time look like? Um, And preface that by saying, this is not the, like Kim, like you were saying, it doesn't have to look like someone, but what -hmm. works for you guys? What is something that you find that works best for you? If you're okay with sharing. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking, <laughs> if I had a look on my face, because I'm thinking, like, where do I even start with that? Um, do you want to start? Do you have a quick yeah. hint? Go ahead. So I'll just kind of share my journey a little bit with it. I mean, I grew up in the church my entire life. Um, Sunday school, every Sunday, I went to an Assembly of God church growing up. So we had this program called Missionettes, which would be like mm. the equivalent to... I was a missionette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to Girl Scouts for church. Like, oh, cool. Girl Scouts for Jesus. That's basically yeah. what it's called. We have yeah. Royal Rangers and Missionettes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do not know where the names came from. But the whole goal of Missionettes was to get you to memorize scripture and read the mm-hmm. Bible. And, and it was great. I'm not knocking it. But it just became a... Like you could earn, earn your way okay. up. You got a star, a gold star. So it became then, something mm-hmm. for me to accomplish. Okay. Instead of something that actually changed my heart. Now I'm now, I'm not again, not knocking it. I do believe that like the word of God got in me. I learned mm-hmm. the books of the Bible and like basic things mm-hmm. and and really important things. Um, but it became very much something to uh aspire after to accomplish a check mark to check off the box it it I didn't develop an intimacy in my heart so so for so long like my walk with Christ looked like checking off the boxes of being a good Christian girl and I love Jesus Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that my my time with him was intimate so when I would hear like Bible study teachers when I became like a younger adult and I would listen to their Bible studies and things and I would hear them talk about just like their intimate love for for Jesus Mm -hmm. and just like their time with him, I would long for that. I mean like, man, like I want that. I want when I get in the word to like cause it to make me love him more and for it to change my heart. And, and so that's something I just begin to pray for. Like, Help me to want that. Help me to begin to grow in that, like of truly 
like desiring that time every single day because it's not something I desired before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something I did to check off the box. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'll say that that like every season of my life, that looked different. When I was a young adult, it looked different. When I was a young mom and I had kids on me all the time, like yeah. it looked different. Um, but I will say about eight years ago, I I just was like, okay, there are some disciplines that I need to put in place to make sure that this is a daily part of my life. Because um, there's sometimes you just have to like put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And so I do. I have on my calendar Jesus time <laughs> every morning at 6 a.m. And so for years and years now, I get up before everybody else does. And I go to my favorite spot on the couch. And that's where I meet with God. And and there's different di- times it looks different mm-hmm. on a daily basis. But um, but if I miss it, like I miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there is a, a hunger and a thirst that's developed in me for that. But it took time and it took me asking God for it and it took me praying for it. Yeah. Um, so I just want to encourage anyone that's listening, like maybe you say, like, I don't have a desire. Mm-hmm. Ask God for the desire. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to give it to you. Yeah. Um, and he will. He did for me. And um, and then I had to create some disciplines in order to make sure that it was a priority, just like I do in order to work out. Like working mm-hmm. out doesn't just happen. Yeah. And it hasn't in a while, to be honest. But it's going to. It's December. You know? It's okay. <laughs> January 1st is coming. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but you have to put these things on the calendar. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean that, like, it's any less special. or. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just something that had to, to get on there. Um, and then what it looks like for me is different. Right now, I've been going through the Bible recap with Tara Lee Cobble. And it mm-hmm. started January 1st. And so I'm almost finished. Yeah. I love it. Like, I love doing that every day. Some days I'll read the book. Some days I'll listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um but of course, that takes you through the Bible in a year. I love several apps. Um, mm-hmm. I love Lectio app um, that just helps you meditate on Scripture and leads you through some guided prayer. Um, I love worship. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things that that it looks like for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've been at it. You said eight years is when things shifted for you. I'm going to say closer to six for me. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that because um, I was off and on and really inconsistent, um, prior to that. And so how it started for me was I have a back porch in my house and, um, it's, you can see there's a, through the bathroom, there's a window that you can see to the back porch. And so the window is kind of frosted over. So you can't, you still have privacy (laughs) in the bathroom, right? But you can see the back porch. And so, um, I knew that if I had stayed in my bed that I wouldn't do the reading. And so, um, but it was also cold out there. So I ended up putting like this timer on the outlet, uh, let's be real. Todd did it for me. <laughs> and so I put a timer on the outlet so that it would like start. So I set it so it would turn on the outlet at like 30 minutes, like at 530. And so that the heater would turn on and the lamp would turn on. <laughs> and so that I had time to kind of get warm. And so then I would get up and go to the bathroom. And while I'm in the bathroom, I see the light through that window. And it's like, I, for me, that was God saying, hey, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to, like, I'm here. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, make this priority. And so, um, so that, that's where I started. Um, I, I stay in the bed now, but I can sit up and, you know, like, yeah. but I had to do something to separate that for me because mm-hmm. I, um, I wouldn't have done that otherwise. I'd have rolled over and not done it. And so, um, so that was big for me. Like it was a, a step, but, um, 
I think what I struggled with was like knowing what to do next. Like if you get a book and you read it, like then what's the next thing to do? And so then it would be like, I would take two or three days to go, I don't know what I'm going to read next. And then like next thing I know it's been a week and I've not done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- what's been good for me is to do the Bible through in a year. So I did the same thing with the, um, with the Bible recap. Um, and so for it felt easier because I knew what was next. I knew there was something coming. And so um, that's, that's what worked for me. Again, I don't want anyone to ever feel pressured to do that. Yeah. I'm a Bible through in the year dropout twice. So this is the first time that I'll actually make it. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I'm glad about yeah, that. Like finally, yeah. usually I can barely make it to the New Testament. <laughs> Sometimes I barely make it past Leviticus because Leviticus <laughs> is hard. <It's> rough. <laughs> it is. Um, and so, um, and for me, it's, it's been a, I made it the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I also noticed like, Sometimes people talk about if they have free time, like they don't feel like they have time to do it. So one of the things I started asking myself um, throughout the days would be like, if I have time to like, okay, so I like to crochet and I like I like to make puzzles and yeah. <laughs> do silly things, you know, free free time stuff, TV watching or whatever from yeah. time to time. Um, and so I would ask myself, if I have time to do these things, if I have time to crochet or work a puzzle or, you know, just sit, that means I have time for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Have I given Jesus time today? And so if I haven't, then I need to do that first. You know, like, oh, Jesus, you need your time first, and then I'll have free time for myself kind of thing. And so just kind of a catch for that, because, Mm -hmm. like, if you say you don't have time, guess what? You have time. Because, like, you know, know, we want Jesus to be our priority. And if I'm spending time with him and wanting to know him, I have to hang out. Yeah. So, like, that that would be a catch. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, for me, when I was growing up, it... (laughs) feel horrible saying this Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so it was an expectation or a desire that my parents had for me and my siblings was to have our time with God which I'm super grateful for because if I ever have children I that's a desire of my heart too um but it became of like okay I know that they want me to spend half an hour in my bible so because I'm being told to do it now I don't want to do it Mm -hmm. so I would go up into my room and I'd watch the clock for 30 minutes and would do absolutely nothing I might read a verse so that if a question was asked this sounds terrible oh my goodness (laughs) No, but it's real life. But like, if so, if a question, Katie, would you reach it? I could be like, oh yeah, this verse, and like, <laughs> took two minutes, and mm-hmm. I just got to sit up there for the rest of the twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it took me a while, and and I don't want that to, I don't want that to reflect poorly on my parents. That was the decision that I made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was not my parents' fault that I made that decision. You're just um, really good at hiding. But it. it was just because I was told. I decided that it was sure. something that I didn't want to do. Um, Free will. You're representing free will (laughs) in the story. So as I grew up, it became something that I didn't want to do because it felt like it was something that I was being told to do and that I didn't have a say in it. And it's like, well, you're going to do this devotion and you're going to like it. I'm like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so my teenage years and into my early adult years was a pretty, you know, spiritually, I was pretty spiritually dead or stagnant I'll say like there was really no growth on my end um and then when I got into mid-college and then there was you know we go through (laughs) seasons or just hard times and I I experienced that but I think within the past I mean since I've been back in Indiana which will be like six years next year um getting here was this whole process of really leaning into God and, and and trusting him and then realizing that okay my God time can be like yeah, I can decide what I want it to be, but I've just really been grateful for trusting Holy Spirit in me and saying, all right, Lord, what is it that you have for me today? And believing that I do hear from him and that mm-hmm. he's speaking to me. Um, and so I've gone through plans before and I do like plans because I, 
structure is good. I like structure. Um, but to not feel so like tied down to you have to do this Mm -hmm. this way has been so freeing. Um, and so Kim, you mentioned the Bible recap, which is something that I was, I'm not going to say was, because I still am doing it, but Mm -hmm. There was a period of time, it was like three months, where I really felt led in a different direction. I was like, all right, I'm going to trust that. And I'm super grateful for those three months. And so, no, I am not going to finish the Bible (laughs) recap in a year. And I just, like, two weeks ago, I was like, Katie, this really is okay. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But, all right, God, you told me to read the New Test or the the Gospels. And why? You know, go Mm -hmm. back to my journal. All right, Lord, I felt like you wanted me to be in Ezekiel for this long. Why? Um, And just really leaning into that. So, yeah, just trusting what God says to me and believing and knowing that he does speak to me and he can guide that time. Um, I personally prefer to do it in the morning because I'm a morning person. My brain shuts off at like 830. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for me, that it's super helpful to do it in the morning. Um, and I, 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 I do. I love to learn. So if that means just diving into a commentary for an extra 15 minutes, and that's what I like to do. Um, and then honestly just journaling after of like, all right, God, this is what I'm chewing on. This is what I'm thinking about. Like, what do you have to say about it? And then sometimes it won't be until a few hours later or even a day later. It's like, oh, that was it. I get it. So yeah, that's for me, I think. Well, and, and I think being willing to have conversations about it is good. You know, um, I think sometimes we think that our secular and, and sacred life should be separate, but they really need to be congruent and the mm-hmm. same. And so you should be the same person on Sunday that you are on work on Monday. Yeah. And so um, helping that to be a part of who you are and your nature is a, is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that means, I think, having conversations with your friends about what you've been reading and like yeah. what God spoke to you. And so it doesn't have to be in a condemning way like you know well, uh, the bible told said this and you're doing this wrong yeah. it's no it's like hey you know what i was reading this today and this is kind of what was on my heart mm-hmm. and you don't know you don't have to have the answers about it but just know like letting people in for that i think is yeah. important because it needs to be a part of who you are as a person i'm so glad you said that yes yeah. conversations are so good to have mm-hmm. um because man i've been able to understand something in a different way when i put it out there and with trusted mm-hmm. people that know me and like man i am struggling with this can you help me see it in a different way this is what i read today mm-hmm. that's really yeah good. yeah well and you do hear people say um that their, their faith is personal and it's private and absolutely it's personal I don't think it has to be private. Mm. You know, I think that you, it, if you're living it out and you're uh, doing what God has asked you to do, then it, it becomes part of who you are mm-hmm. and it's, it becomes your personality, becomes your, uh, your makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that um, having at least one person that you're meeting with on a regular basis, uh, and I do every single week, I have a friend that we get together for coffee or whatever, and we're asking each other, how's your heart? Mm-hmm. What is Jesus teaching you? Um, and then also just the ability to have like unfiltered, like, you know, okay, this is, this is what's in my heart right now. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this was hard this week. This is where I need some truth spoken over me. Um, we had one of those yesterday. We did. We did. Yeah. And so I, I just think that that's really important in your, in your growth and your faith. And, and like you said, Katie, like even, if you come across a scripture or something that you don't understand, yeah. um, just having the freedom to say that, like, hey, I don't, I don't fully understand this. Can you help me? And I think that that's something that I often experience, especially working with um, newer Christians or people who haven't been raised in church at all, who have no concept of the Bible, which 
honestly, they're my favorite people to yeah. talk to mm-hmm. because they're they're eager and hungry and wanting to, but just don't know where to start. And I always say, there's no stupid questions. Right. Mm-hmm. There are no dumb questions. Like I don't even for people who have been in church their whole lives, maybe that have never read the Bible. I have friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. That you know, like there's no dumb questions. Mm-hmm. There's no shame here. Yeah. Like whenever you're starting your walk and you're really deciding I want to make this a priority mm-hmm. like just have unfiltered conversation with somebody about what you're processing what you're learning the questions that you have um yeah, yeah there's no shame in that and I'm and I'm sorry for anyone who's mm-hmm. ever yeah made you feel stupid mm-hmm. when it comes to scripture like yeah. that always hurts my heart for people because I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. I always tell people that you can ask me a question. I may not have the answer and it, it may cause me to think about something that I've never had to think about. Cause no one's ever asked me that question. Mm-hmm. That question's never popped in my head. Um, but I'll go search it out. I'll go find the answer for you. Yeah. I've grown more having those type of relationships and especially newer believers that mm-hmm. are just learning um, I've grown more in my faith the last 10 years, you know, just by giving permission for people to ask questions because it's caused my own, like, having to go search it out. Yeah, that's so, that's really good. I frequently will use the phrase, like, I think I'm going to have to phone a friend. So yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Let me get back to you about that. Yeah. You know. um, I'm also thinking about how, um, and I lost it. I was thinking, and now I don't lost it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. She found it. I found it. It's in there. <clears throat> so it's about how um, whenever our physical bodies get hungry, like it tells us, like mm-hmm. we, we our stomach growls, like yeah. we, it, there's a message that's sent to our brain to say, hey, you need to eat something. You might get a headache. There's signs that it happens. But when our spirit man is starving, it mm-hmm. gets quiet. And so um, talk about that. How do you, how do you um, deal with that? Or what are your thoughts about that, the spirit man being quiet? I don't know that mine always gets quiet. Okay. Um, I think mine gets irritable and mm. okay. I can see that <laughs> loud and not in you, just in me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, oh, gosh, Kinder's so irritable. <laughs> Go spend time with Jesus. Yeah, though, for real. Like, I notice a significant difference on the days that yeah. I, or maybe that I've just even on the days that I've just gone through the motions that morning because there are those days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I'm foggy brained. I'm not pro- awake, you know, and um, and so I think that I note notice those are the days that I can be most on edge or most irritable, and maybe other people around me don't feel it, but I feel yeah. it on the inside, or I'm dealing with some anxiety or worry is kind of bombarding my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think so that's true. I don't know that but- I get quiet. I don't know that my spirit man gets quiet. I think it gets loud. <laughs> well, so I, I relate to that as it's become a disciplined, you yeah. know, like that as it's become something I do daily. Mm-hmm. I do think there's was seasons though that my spirit man was quiet. Mm. Like when I wasn't, when I was starving him, like he was really darn skinny and like wasn't yeah. saying it yeah. a lot, you know? And yeah. so I guess that may be what I'm thinking. I think about. that's a good, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Now. I wasn't totally understanding. Okay. Your <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Okay. Cause I'm thinking, okay, man, Sorry. back to those years I said I was pretty stagnant. I was like, there was nope, there was yeah. just nothing. Um, but as you were talking, you had just said it too, but the anxiety and the worry. And I think that's my, that's my indicator. Even this morning, before we even started recording, um, 
my power went off this morning. And so mm-hmm. it was right when I had started my quiet time and I was like, no. <laughs> and I was talking with a friend on a way to a, a lunch appointment of like, man, I realized this morning how it bothers me when my routine gets upset and I want to do better of not being so shaken by that. Um, so was able to get ready, but didn't get to finish my quiet time. So I just came into work early and just sat and like maybe two people were here, but we were all in different areas, but just to sit and journal and say, Lord, I feel so scattered right now. And I feel anxious about my day. And I feel like nothing's going to, it's that spiral that happens of like, Mm -hmm. but then just talking to him about it and saying, all right, this is how I feel. I was so, I felt so much better when I was done. And that was before I even started reading the Bible. It was just, Mm -hmm. let me lay it out. And I don't always journal before reading the Bible. Usually it's an after so I can process, but I'm so glad I did it before because I knew if I went into reading before, then I just wouldn't have been retaining anything. But yeah, I think for me, a lot of anxiety and worry and just this general uneasiness is inside of me. Mm -hmm. But the years that I was honestly without God was just, yep, well, just hanging out. Right. But then when that spark came alive again, it was like, man, I'm, I am hungry. And when I don't, I feel it. Like I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in regards to now that I understand where you were going with that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I think that we have to remember that God is always near. like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that when we're ready to go to him and, and we're ready to, again, pursue him and pursue that relationship with him, he's ready. And the times that we don't feel him, I, I think that's where we have to like, manage our expectation Mm -hmm. of our relationship with him isn't always about feeling, um, which is how we navigate our physical relationships. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're all about feelings. Mm -hmm. Like that's why so many marriages end Mm -hmm. because, Oh, I don't love her anymore. I don't love him anymore. I don't feel in love with her anymore. We do the same thing with God Mm -hmm. where we're like, Oh, but I don't, I don't feel anything, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or he's quiet um, but scripture says like when, and Paul and Philippians, he talks about how he, he presses towards the goal. He yeah. presses towards the prize. And it says one of the scriptures says that he, I'm going to paraphrase it, but basically that he, just as Jesus pursued him, he's going to pursue Jesus. And, um, and so if we think of it that way, like even when our spirit man is quiet, Jesus is still pursuing mm-hmm. us and if we just will daily take that one step yeah that one do that one thing whether it's turning mm-hmm. on a worship song or reading one scripture or mm-hmm. um we just continue to maybe put some of those things into practice every single day um we'll begin to feel that awakening happen in our souls yeah <clears throat> yeah <sighs> wow that was good mm-hmm. I feel like this could be something we talk about a lot, but I think that was a really good way to just wrap it up of, you know, it brought it back to starting simple and taking a step. Any other resource ideas to throw out there that people could utilize or consider? So we mentioned the Bible recap. Yeah. I mean, the the Bible app itself is a great resource, I Mm -hmm. think, because it gives you the ability to search plans. You can search how you're feeling. It has verse of the day like and mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really good start and you can read with friends on that right you like can you, you can comment yep. on things mm-hmm. okay you can it'll read like you can play yeah. scripture so yep. if you're you know if you learn depending on how you learn like mm-hmm. again it's 
all yeah. about like God wired yeah. us also differently. Yeah. So some people learn audibly, mm-hmm. like they need to. I am visual. Same. I yeah. I real I download audible books all of the time. I don't. I need to stop. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I'm not an audible, like, I have to read it. I was like, wait, okay, I'm confused. Not anymore, though. Um, So the same thing with scripture, like, unless it's, like, Lectio, where it's short bits of scripture Mm -hmm. with me, I don't know, something about the music being in the background, (laughs) that kind of thing, Uh, the Dwell app. I'm all, I'm like... I'm over-resourced, probably. I love the first five apps. It's another free, like, devotional, super practical, gives you questions at the end of your time to really process with the Lord. Like, I love that a lot. And then on the weekends, they do videos. Um, Yeah, I I feel like I could list a ton of resources. But I I really enjoy the Bible Project. Um, The Bible Project, I I mean, they're a great resource because they have podcasts, they have blog posts, they have videos, like, Mm -hmm. and they're all very well done. Like, I get get excited watching the videos, or I know Mm -hmm. I've used them as a resource, too, in leading small groups and directing people. Um, The Bible Project is is a good one. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so what I can't think of what it's called, um, Kim. So you have to th- help me, but I know it's um, Jess Connolly's stuff. There's that book um, that you can fill oh, out. The Daily Remains. That's it. So but she doesn't, that doesn't have it anymore. It's not Never mind. <laughs> you can find an old copy. <laughs> okay, that's a great resource. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jess, put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that was good. Yeah. But yeah, I feel I. I also feel like because I do love apps. I love. Mm-hmm resources but then I'll have some of my friends that are like you're over resourcing me stop giving me so many things yeah um and so I have to be careful about that but find your one thing that you really love doing and do it yeah yeah and yeah yeah. and trust this I don't want this sound cliche but really trust God trust that he's going to show you he's going to lead you um he's excited so. I will say this too. If you're starting new reading the Bible, I love the book of John as a place mm-hmm. to start. It's one of my favorite books to give newer believers or, again, even a Christian who's yeah. been in church a long time that has never really opened their Bible. Um, I love the book of John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. I'm a James girl myself. <laughs> yeah. And Romans. Man, I'm into Romans. Yeah. yeah. I do, I, like, I do I just, like me some Romans. I love John to give them the background uh-huh. of Jesus and the gospel. But yeah. then James and yeah. Romans are like, then the, they will kick you in the tail. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You got Way to go, everyone. Get a favorite book, Katie? Just throwing it out there. Oh, goodness. Uh, um, okay. I will say like this year and a little bit of last year, Hebrews has kind of been, hmm, I've really enjoyed Hebrews. And I, I'm not saying that's where everyone should start, but that you asked me what I did. my book that's what I asked. Yes, so mm-hmm. I'm, that's, that what I'm, that's my answer. That's the answer. Um, but also, too, I love the Old Testament. Oh, mm-hmm. man, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I do. When I got to spend some time in Ezekiel this this year, um, <sighs> it was really good. Well, there's some crazy things that happen in the Old Testament. Yeah, it'll keep you on your toes, that's for sure. Um, yeah. But, man, I just loved I. I this is, I'm literally was about to wrap things up, but one, some, one year I just went through and went through prophecies of the Old Testament and matched them up with the New Testament. And that was like the most fun. But just to hear about the prophets and like the messianic prophecies about Jesus, I was like, oh, this is just really good. But mm-hmm. okay, sorry, I'm See, nerding out. But, but reading <laughs> scripture can be fun. Yeah. And that's what I think. 
people are like, ah, it's so boring, but it's not. And once you, once you begin to like dive into it yourself Mm -hmm. and, and pair like the Bible project videos so that you're getting some context and understanding some of the history, um, and they put it in such a practical way mm-hmm. that it makes it come alive to you. Yeah. And so I think that's the thing. Like it says in scripture, the word is living and active. Mm-hmm. It's sharper than any two-edged yeah. sword. So that's what we have to, like this is the only book that we have yeah. that is living and active. There yeah. is no other book that has the power mm-hmm. that the word of God has. Mm-hmm. And so it will come alive to you. Yeah. Just give yourself some grace when you start out. Yeah. And Kim, you had said it before, but find a way that you learn. Like yeah. we've all had to learn at some point in our life outside mm-hmm. of reading the Bible. So what get what is the best way for you to learn and then mm-hmm. tap into that? But mm-hmm. well, ladies, thanks for this conversation. It's always fun to hear, you know, when we can tie it in, you know, it to be more personal. So thanks for sharing. And um, for those of you listening, thank you for listening. Um Keep the conversation going. Talk with people around you. Um, like we said before, having conversations with like-minded and trusted people is is super helpful. So um, we're excited for you in your Bible reading journey and just what you get to do, what you get to do, spend time with God. So thank you all for listening. Merry Christmas. Mm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. It was a great conversation that we got to have about what our time with God looks like, and I really do hope that it was encouraging to you. But hey, if you want to be notified when we release new episodes, be sure to like and subscribe anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Have a great rest of your day.